So I know you're not big into D&D, but I love it. And sometimes in between D&D sessions, I just really miss that feel of playing D&D. So do you know what I've been doing? What have you been doing? I have been listening to this awesome podcast called End Game Content, where they go through and they play games on their podcast and you get to join their adventure with them and laugh with them. And, and it really helps to have that craving filled in between D&D sessions. Do you also feel like you find out new strategies and other ways to help play your D&D game? Oh, yes, definitely. They have all sorts of cool ideas going on. Awesome. Well, I know I listened to one of their mini songs and they are definitely funny. If you guys like us and like our weird, crude humor, you guys will definitely like end game content as well. Check them out wherever you guys get your podcast. They also have a Twitch as well. So check them out on Twitch as well. That is end game content. What's up? All right, so when this episode comes out, it's going to be July 22nd. We're getting close to the end of July. Yeah, we are. Time's going fast, everybody. It really is. Too much. Too fast. This year has definitely gone a lot faster than last year. I mean, that could be due to we were all stuck inside last year. So, possibility. I mean, we're still half stuck inside. Yeah, but being half not stuck inside That's is true. better than being fully stuck inside. And it makes a big difference. <laughs> okay. okay, fine. It does. Okay. Okay. My child went to his friend's house to go play. Okay. That's this, yes. a big difference. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. How dare I? How dare you? Well, we'll see how long that lasts, though, with the COVID, I mean, the Delta variant coming around. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I, I'm i just going to forewarn people. So, the next few episodes, they are kind of all interlinked. It's like a multi-parter. Yay! Well, I actually was doing some research on one person, not realizing that I had such a rabbit hole to go down. And there's so many different people that could be suspects of a potential serial killer. So (laughs) yay. Um, So yeah, so now I'm doing all of them. Well, some of them will be combined, but some I had enough stuff that we could make a full episode on them. So yay. Um, yeah, so, uh, it's been a while since we've had a multi-parter though. So I know. Yeah, it has been, has been, well, and honestly, I was first off just going to skim past the person that I'm going to talk about today. I was originally just going to skim past her and be like, all right, I'm just going to get down my notes on this other, um, and kind of mention her and maybe come back to her later. And then I was like, no, you know what? Let's just go ahead, do a deep dive. Let's, let's go for this. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about Lynn Schultz. 
December 10th, 1971. Ooh, okay. Okay, and this is in Midbury, Vermont. Mm-hmm. So she had an exam that day, and it was very important to her that she had to have this lucky pen, right? Okay. Because you, you have to have your lucky pen. Sure. Um, she was seen leaving her room from her dormitory. To, so to go back from her English drama class, that's where she was going. Um, and her exam was scheduled at 1 p.m. And she someone saw her leave the dormitory at 12.55, but she never made it back to take her exam. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So she actually went to the class at first. Realized she didn't have her lucky pen, went back to her room, left her room at 12.55, and that's the last time anyone saw her. That's a pretty short time window. Right? Yeah. To just be gone. The person that saw her isn't actually her roommate. Her, You know, it's December, so her roommate's actually taking time off for Christmas break. So her roommate isn't actually there. People started noticing, like, okay, you know, she didn't show up for that one exam, fine, but where is she? It's been two days now. We haven't seen her. Yeah. Also, just a little background on Lynn. So both of her parents died at a young age. So it's just her and her sisters. They're pretty close, though. Most of the time they talk a few times a week just to kind of catch up. Uh, some of the other people that were in the dorm were like, you know what? It's kind of weird that she's not here. Maybe we should just call her sisters and make sure that maybe she went home for Christmas early or something like that. Right. Okay. They haven't seen her. They haven't heard from her. It's been two days since the last person ever saw her. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. So they call police. And of course, it's the whole, well, she's an adult and she probably just took off for a bit. (sighs) Of course, you have to wait because why not? Why would we look for a missing person? Because it's not like the first 48 hours are crucial or anything. Not at all. One interesting fact, though, is that Lynn had mentioned actually the idea of faking her own death and starting a new life. Okay. Is there a particular reason for that? I don't know. I mean, her friends and family said they didn't really take it seriously. Like her sister says, her sister says, well, it's kind of like when you're, you're in college and you're struggling and you're eating top ramen and she would mention stuff like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I could just start a new life somewhere and be this rich, famous person. Or she would say stuff like that. Okay. But it wasn't like serious. And it's more just like, wouldn't it be nice if not like an actual. Yeah. That's what I've taken from it. But I mean, with her disappearance, now it's been taken more seriously, you know? So I'm, she would frequently write these letters to her friends and family back home, admitting that she felt homesick, and she even considered withdrawing from school. But however, she didn't, and she actually already has registered for spring semester classes. So she's already, yeah, I mean, that's understandable to be missing your home, missing your family, missing your friends that are that are in a different state, and now all of a sudden you, now you're on your own. It, that's understandable. Yeah, but she did register for spring classes, which does indicate that she also planned on sticking it out. Yeah, you would think so. Mention one of the things that she mentioned is, oh, wouldn't it be so nice just to like run away to New York and start this whole new life? But again, we don't know what that would mean, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. And so she was last seen 215 
across from All Good Things uh, store. And she was eating a bag of prunes that she bought at the store, which I thought was weird. A bag of prunes, whatever, whatever floats your boat, but whatever. (laughs) I don't like prunes, but okay. (laughs) Hey, to each Um, their own. Right. And then this is the last time anyone saw or heard from her. One thing to note too, she didn't have a car. So she was always taking the bus or she got a ride with someone or she hitchhiked. Like this was not something that was uncommon in the seventies to hitchhike. So I know it's August, but you know what? That also means that we are only two months away from Halloween. And you know what? What better way to show off your Halloween spirit with some wicked cat clothing? Every single fall, I have a horror movie festival and they have this shirt that says, let's watch horror movies together. Love it. Awesome. So guys, um, go ahead and check out Wicked Cat Clothing. They are also giving our listeners 30% off and this is for life, guys. So it doesn't matter if you're just a brand new listener checking in or if you've been here for a long time you can use code theories 30 that's theories 30 at wickedcatclothing.com and save 30 percent off all of your wicked cat clothing needs okay she also did have a bike and that was realized that it was missing uh, later they discovered actually her boyfriend used it it was in his dorm this wasn't unusual considering that they shared the bike basically if there was a day that she was like no i'm not gonna need it i'm gonna be taking the bus you take the bike no big deal mm-hmm. he's also been being cleared um of being a suspect he was in class at the time people can verify his whereabouts at that time okay she was seen alone too like the last time she was seen She left her identification, her checkbook, all of her personal belongings. She may have been carrying $30 in cash. The actual campus security was actually alerted of her disappearance pretty soon. But her sisters were not notified from campus security for a week. They had those classmates actually call them, but campus security didn't notify them for a week. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. I'm like, that's quite a bit. Yeah. And her sisters say just up and leaving two weeks before Christmas was not like her again. Yeah. She talked about having a new life, but doesn't almost everyone, especially when you're struggling young woman, you're in college, you basically have like no money. Yeah. That can still jump um, me out to how short of a time span like it was. And then, and then gone. And then at 2.15, she was seen at the corner of this place, which isn't that far from her school, but she did have to take the bus to get there. Okay. I think that's just worth noting there too. So her relatives said they don't believe that she was any distress. She took her drama class seriously, had perfect attendance, studied for all of her exams. So she wasn't failing any classes. And they said, they're like, she just signed up for spring. Why would she be like, oh, I'm just going to go away if you just signed up for spring classes? Yeah. There has been several possible sightings of her since her disappearance. None of them have ever been confirmed. Several people have made false confessions in her case, but they were all people that were on death row and their statements didn't add up. Okay. So little evidence is available. You know, her family and thinks that she died shortly after she was last seen. Okay, sure. Because they feel like they would have heard from her and stuff. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. 
So I found um, this cute little online shop. It's called Blossom Boutique with two E's at the end. I was just looking through all their stuff and they have some really cute stuff. Best part is too, is that they have some stuff for adults and for kids. Plus I really like the girls gang shirts. Like me and my daughter can match. I love that they are a small business. I really like supporting small businesses and creative artists. They have a mug that says Moonchild on it that I am pining for. So right now I've noticed they have Halloween flannels that you can pre-order. I'm so going to get one for my son. They're so cute. I also saw um, they had some Brie Brittany shirts because I know that that is um, that's an injustice and all of its own. So that's awesome. And I really love their soul searching shirt. That one was really cool. And for my daughter, this sunflower demon jacket. Holy crap. That is adorable. So if you love supporting small businesses as much as we do, love cute clothes are also really affordable. Go ahead and check out Blossom Boutique. Get 15% off with code CRIME15. Blossom Boutique with two E's at the end. And I'll go ahead. I'll link it down on the bio too. So go ahead and check them out. That is Blossom Boutique with two E's at the end of Boutique Blossom Boutique. This episode is brought to you by Best Fiends, the fun puzzle game that you can play whenever. And you know what the best thing is, is that you can enjoy your summer doing it. I know that everyone's excited to be getting out this summer. I know I am. Got a membership to Lagoon, which is our theme park here, but I'm not excited about standing in the lines. That was until I got Best Fiends because now while I'm waiting, I can play Best Fiends. I just got this new character, Pop, the cutest character ever. And I am so excited to find more cute characters with their cool powers and soak up the sun at the same time. Well, I have been enjoying playing Best Fiends so much because I just reached level 80 and you're never going to guess what the name of level 80 is. The Game of Thorns. (laughs) That is awesome. I can't wait to get there. I love playing. My favorite character is also Pop. We've recently unlocked this ability that is fireworks and you get to shoot off like little firework things to help you clear and pass the levels and defeat the slugs. You should all go download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. That's Best Fiends. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Here's where it gets interesting. There's this man. And his name is Robert Durst. Okay. At this time, he is not a billionaire. Okay. He is just a son of a billionaire. Oh, I was going to say, that's a funny thing to clarify. Is that how people introduce me? Hi, this is Bree. She is not a billionaire. Like, well, no. Yes. Not Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, anyway. Okay. This needs to be pointed out because that store, that all good things store in 1971. Yeah. Him and his wife, Kathleen, owned this store. Oh, okay. They're not millionaires. Right. And Robert has made very, a lot, a lot of things saying, like, I never wanted my dad's money. Um, I never wanted help from him. I didn't really want any of that. On his deathbed, though, he asked Robert if he would step up and become basically CFO of the company. So his dad actually owns this real estate company, Durst okay. Real Estate. It is huge. For example, they owned a big chunk of the building of uh, the Twin Towers. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is a big company. And on his deathbed, his dad asked him, will you 
take good care of this. And he said yes and sold the store and went to New York City. You remember how uh, Lynn said she wanted to go to New York City? Yeah. Interesting, right? So that's where he's originally from. There are some people that have said that Robert and Lynn have talked before. Don't know what that means. If it's just friendly, because he, I mean, he's the owner of the store or whatever. Well, and what, like, why, why would they have talked? She's in there a lot. She's in there, they said, daily. Okay. Maybe just friendly, like, hi, how are you? I don't know. Yeah. There's other speculation that, you know, maybe that they were talking, maybe, you know, Robert was saying that he was from New York and then Link got it in her head to go to New York and maybe they went together. There's speculation in that. There's also speculation that maybe Robert offered to give Lynn a ride home so that she didn't have to take the bus. Yeah. And took her and killed her somewhere. All right. I guess that makes sense. I mean. Let me just go ahead because I'm going to be talking about Robert Durst a lot. He is. kind of assumed. (laughs) He is a suspect in at least six murders. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And he's been acquitted off of one already. Okay. Yeah, that, that's interesting. So we have this. That is why it is so interesting that he might be a suspect. One thing I didn't see people talk about was what about Ted Bundy? Okay. Was in the area in December of 1971 in Vermont. Okay. Her school is only 45 minutes away from where his birthplace took place, like where his hometown was. There is another unconfirmed murder and rape of a woman just 12 miles away from Lynn's school that happened on January 24th, 1971, that people think is connected. Her name is Rita uh, Patricia Curran. She was a 24 elementary school teacher. There is nothing for sure that is like for sure he was in Vermont December 10th through January 24th. He was around the area in December, but there's not an exact date of when in December. But I just find that interesting. Yeah, no kidding. That is time that's unaccounted for on the timeline of Ted Bundy. Hmm. Okay. December 10th through January 24th. All that time is unaccounted for. All right. So we definitely have a couple of different interesting theories, don't we? We do. Also, Robert Durst being a suspect didn't come up until 2015 okay his wife and him were never questioned on the case even though that they owned that store mm-hmm. that she was basically last seen at they never questioned them so right now i mean of course now robert durst has big time shot lawyers and everything it's no comment and his lawyers have told police that they don't have enough evidence to question him okay yeah. can't even question him that's ridiculous yep that's what? Yeah. You can't even question him. He won't say anything on it. Okay. So we have these theories. Yeah. Ted Bundy, Robert Durst, she ran away. All right. Or I guess a random stranger could have taken her. Some speculate too that the boyfriend might have done something, but he's accounted for, I mean, not every 24 hours, but I mean, he went to class that time during that time that she was last seen. She was not with him at that time. Could she have come around with him later? I guess, but he was actually in his dorm that night studying for a test in the early morning too. He went back to school. 
So basically, a lot of people can account for the time that he was seen. Yeah. So I guess aliens could have taken her too. Well, that's a definite possibility. <laughs> you never know. Oh, you, you never know with aliens. You don't. You really don't, though. So what do you think? I don't think she just ran away. I want to also know. Okay, so Ted Bunny had a tight, right? Brown yes. hair parted down the middle. That was her. Okay. So going to point that out there, too. I don't think she ran away, and I don't think the boyfriend did it either. It was Robert or Ted? I don't know. I don't know. I do find it interesting that Robert is from New York, and she was talking about New York with one of her friends. Uh-huh. I do find that interesting. But also, I mean, Ted Bunny's possible too. He's unaccounted for for that time. And then they think that, you know, this Rita Curran might be a victim of his too, which happened pretty close to there as well. The only thing that gets me about Robert and what you're going to find out is that a lot of his victims are, are different. They're connected in some way to him. This is his store that he went to, but they're all different ages, times throughout the years. I mean, they're not all just like in one chunk. They're all different. It's so it's hard to pinpoint. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I don't know. I'm going to say she didn't just walk away. I don't think so. I don't think she just decided to get up and walk away. And we can't ask Ted Bundy. Well, why not? Why can't we use a Ouija board and ask? Oh, let's do it. Use a Ouija board and uh, summon him. I knew that you thought it would be a good idea to summon Ted Bundy. Hey, you know what would be even better is if he possessed you. Okay, now we're getting... like past joke scary wow that's an intense one says someone that doesn't believe in ghosts possession still scary is all get out yeah but if ghosts aren't real then possession isn't real uh, i don't know i'm not 100 percent certain <laughs> anything okay like okay. do i think it's likely no do i want to take that risk <laughs> also no <laughs> I, I'm not a hundred percent invincible. Not a risk what taker. I'm, what if I'm wrong? I don't want to no. be possessed by Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, guys. Okay. Also, so Aubrey is working on something interesting for our Patreon listeners. I know we've been neglecting it. So first off, we're going to start doing no ads. So if you're a Patreon listener, starting this episode, which I think is 78, I will try to go on the back, the back ones too, and try to fix them. At least number 78 and above will be ad free and I will post them on Patreon. And then Aubrey is working on OJ. Yes. And we promise we're going to keep up better and do better with our Patreon. We would really like to encourage you guys to check it out, especially now that we're offering that option of ad free Mm. stories. Definitely. And yeah, and you guys, you're more than welcome to on there too. Go ahead and, you know, if there's something that you guys want us to cover, go ahead, put it out there on our Patreon. We do do some cold cases, but most of them are ones that we either know who did it or they're solved or whatever. You guys can also check us out. Feel free to write us, crime theories podcast at gmail.com. We have a TikTok, crime theories podcast, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook, we kind of keep up on but not really um but you can message us on there that's fine so yeah message us your guys's theories questions stories you want us to do feel free to check us out there and guys uh just keep going